Hello and welcome to episode 114 of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planiverse. With me, as usual, is my international producer extraordinaire, Steve Morton. Hello, Steve. Hello and welcome back. Is that your BBC voice? Is that, is that <laughs> something like that? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's lovely to be back. Uh, we, we've been on hiatus for a while trying to get my brain to catch up with the rest of uh, the world here. And there is a reason, ladies and gentlemen, why there is a big advertisement for not doing drugs. Because my brain's been on drugs for the last few months, and boy, has it wreaked havoc on my system. <laughs> so, no more drugs for me, huzzah, as they say. No, no more hippie impressions. That's it. No more. I'm done. I'm going clean and sober after this. Uh, for those that don't know, I did have a spinal fusion surgery. And as a result, I was given all kinds of legal drugs to enjoy for the last few months. And now I don't remember my name. So, hey, there's that. Uh, we have a fantastic episode planned for you because just when you think Steve and Corrine know everything that there is to know about planning... There's a curveball that gets thrown every so often, and both Steve and I have realized that there is much merit to the Franklin Covey planning system. Having experimented on our own ends with the papers and the system and having watched a few videos, and I'm going to make a note of that, Steve, but I think we should include the Hiram's videos and Gary What's-His-Face's videos for our audience. Uh, We've been, um, oh, I know, I can only speak for myself. I'm going to let Steve say his part, but I've absolutely fallen in love with the planning system, and I've gotten so much more value for what I'm writing and why I'm writing it ever since I picked up and absorbed the Franklin system into my own planning system. So I was in a Franklin planner for a bit just to experiment, and now I'm back into my own planner. I don't feel like I need to have their particular planner and hole punchers and all that stuff. I can use my own system. But to absorb their system, we're going to be discussing that in the next few episodes. So it's not just this episode. You're in for a treat. It's going to be fun. This particular episode, however, we are going to discuss habit tracking on paper versus digital. And we're trying to see how it might add value to our listeners' lives in the Plannerverse because that's something that both Steve and I work on tracking in our lives. We, we track different things. His lifestyle is a little different than mine. And I think both of our perspectives might add value to how we've come about deciding that paper systems or a combination of analog and digital is what's working for us. I know we've done other episodes on habit tracking. So this isn't that. We want to make sure that we're not uh, crossing over too many times on the same topic. But it's valuable for us in terms of understanding why we're tracking based on the Franklin Planner system and how we're tracking it so that we can retrieve the information. I think that's been the biggest win for us, hasn't it, Steve, as far as the planning system, the Franklin system. So, so I'm going to start with you with an easy question and, and ask you, do you use digital or analog to track your habits or routines? What, what's, your, what's your take on that? I started off using some of the digital things that were part of apps, 
but I've started to realise uh, recently that some of the apps, I was only using one small part of that app to record, you know, you know, one sort of set of parameters out of possibly half a dozen or more. And yeah. I started to wonder, well, hold on a minute, this is getting a bit out of hand in a way. And I think I shared this with you, didn't I? If you do a search for habit tracker Indeed. on on the app stores, whichever variety it is, yeah. Yeah. you come up with dozens and dozens of different ones. And they all tend to sort of be, oh, it's for this or for that. And you think, well, how many of these programs do I actually need? If you're trying to track several things, it all gets, well, it gets expensive, but it gets complicated because they're all doing, trying to do different things. Whereas if you do it on paper, of course, you can select what you're recording and the level of detail that you're recording um, so much easier. You know, we, we might need to sort of track um, some health data or something like that. But you only need to do it for, say, two or three weeks um, ahead of a, a doctor's appointment or something like that. You know, blood pressure, for instance. Right. You might need to do, do some recordings of that sort of beginning and the end of each day. But only for a couple of weeks or so. And so is there any point really investing in a specialist app right. that just records basically what you could have written down on paper? Well, I've noticed with a lot of these apps, if you want to send the information to someone, they've got to have that same app in order to retrieve it, mm. right? So not all of them, but yeah, it's it's a bit of a pain in terms of trying to juggle everything and getting your head wrapped mm. around how many digital devices or apps you need to, to track what you're trying to successfully complete. Um, I agree with you. I, I track... On my end, I have to track the resumes and who I owe them to and who sent them to me so I can keep track mm. of all of this. And then, of course, when the first copies and final drafts and all of that have gone out. The frustrating thing on my end is that, and this is where I was prior to seeing the Franklin system, was that the retrieval of information out of my planner was drudgery. Like I wasn't able to, like, let's, so let's say client X decides to buy a resume on Monday. I don't have any kind of flag or indicator that allows me five months from now to go back and remember on what day this person bought the resume, right? So that, that doesn't work for me. But using the Franklin system, now I ha we have the paragraph method. I, I'm calling it that because I don't, I don't know what else to call it. But there is a lot of um, feedback and referencing available to you using an analog planner, which I love. I don't need to set up an app or an alarm or whatever it is to ping me into realizing that I just needed this one piece of information relating to one client. I don't want to have to set up all of my clients on this alarm system because then the alarms would never stop, right? It would just be this <laughs> incessant amount of alarms going off all day long. So I'm finding value in being able to track my work and who I've provided uh, deliverables to on what day and the paragraph system works. We're gonna get into the paragraph system a little bit later on, but for today, let's just say that there is, there is hope for those of us that are trying to track our health and wellness and other things. It's not always health and wellness, right? Some people map out when they're gonna do their YouTube videos, social media posts, 
um, lifestyle choices, right? So if you say you're going to eat a certain way, are you tracking the, what you're eating? Or how are you tracking that? Is there, is there a particular system that works better than others? Or the, if you want to listen to certain podcasts, have you, how do you know you've listened to them? Or is it something that you want to go back and revisit? Mm. Sometimes when I listen to podcasts, I like to take notes because it's mm. part of the learning process. And if I've got something down in my notebook, in my planner then I'd like to reference that at some point if I'm doing research on a topic or if I'm trying to understand a little bit better as where I've gotten. I started off at point A, I ended up at point Z, but how do I know where the, the meat of the research is? Um, and then just thinking about parents, for example, that have been working through this pandemic, right? There's I can only imagine the level of tracking that has to happen with their children's schoolwork now because mm -hmm. it's all being done from home. And so I know the children are meant to track their own, but there's got to be some kind of oversight because we all know, I know, I was grim with my homework. I wouldn't want to do it. So, and Steve and I were talking offline about how he was tracking some sort of applications that were coming in at a time before fire was invented when we had to code our way <laughs> code our way through charting and graphing um, so there's i think everybody has to determine for themselves what's worth tracking and i can be honest with you when i say i have one sorry two digital apps that i use i use the omnifocus and i use the routines app but the Routines app reminds me of two things. So I'm almost ready to cut that one out too. It reminds me when to put salt in the water softening system that we have and to update the filtration system in the house, right? To change out the filters every so often. It really doesn't ping me because I don't like, I've shut off, I don't know about you, Steve, but I've shut off every single ping pong, <laughs> ding dong that comes on my phone <laughs> because if I let those things run the way that they do, it will never stop. I only have work emails pinging me at this mm. point so that I know. This is why if you go back to the previous episode that I did on my own, I referred to this idea that, yes, keep your digital reminders, but transfer them once a week or once every 10 days or so into your paper planner. So you have all of your task reminders in one place you know you might not put certain things onto your electronic system because they might be a one-off there's no right. point in doing that um so that i've been doing this now for the last um few months and it's benefits me no end now as part of my sort of plan of planning as it were once a week i go through the reminder system and look for the next look through the next two to three weeks and add those up and coming tasks to my paper planner in the on the respective days that they're going to be due on and stuff like that Pro um, um, prior to us recording i remember you you had said to me that you'd now understand why there is a monthly weekly and daily variety mm. Of planning pages how how does that relate to you like what why is it clear for you now and it wasn't because we've been talking about this ad nauseum right since many yeah. years ago the, the, the thing for me was that in at first when I looked at um, how people were using it I couldn't see the connection between say monthly and dailies or weeklies and dailies and what have you but the way in which the Franklin Covey system works is that you're effectively cross-referencing 
um, entries in a, a weekly and then it, it's ref cross-referencing back to a particular day in a, in a fairly simple way of doing it. And that helps, you're not really duplicating the information. That, that was the mistake I made. I thought mm. people were just duplicating it, okay. but in a sort of a more truncated way or something. But of mm -hmm. course, they don't do that. They're, they're sort of using each section in a slightly different way. Correct, um, correct. Uh, so they, they're sort of looking at a monthly in a sort of a more long-term Correct. Um, view on what they're supposed to be doing, whereas the daily is the sort of more detailed view of what is happening. And the daily entry can be cross-referenced back via the weekly or the monthly to a yes. previous daily entry or something like that. And it, it sort of thought, oh, ah, I can see it. Yeah, the light bulb <laughs> went off. Admit, unless you actually put it into practice... I'd have to re even now I would say even though I only watched it sort of three or four weeks ago, I'd have to really rewatch it to sort of really get it into my head as to how it would work. I don't honestly think that I would use that system myself because it doesn't necessarily. I'm not trying to keep you know that many things on the go at right. one one time these days. Um, it's it's not quite the same. I see, I remember we discussed this way back when we were talking about yearly, monthly, weekly, and daily planning, when we mm. were talking about how to set up seasonal planning, for example. And I, I don't know who it was, but someone had asked me, I'm trying to fit too much information into the yearly planner. The boxes are so small. How do I get that in there? And that's when it occurred to me that people are not understanding that the smaller the box, the more wide, wider in perspective the content has to be so mm. yearly planning would be big travel or major mm. events right so the smallest amount of words possible to describe the event so that when someone says hey what are you doing next year in june there is mm. no need for you to go through your dailies because no. it's just an annual event right if are you available but, for a wedding for example yeah yeah and that, that that's basically how i tend to use a year planner mm -hmm. it's what what are the big blocks of time being used for in a, that particular week or that month? Now, which is the best month or be, the best week in a month? Not wh wh whether I'm available at 3 o'clock on the 13th of April. Exactly, exactly. No, 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 no. <laughs> it wouldn't go down to that level of detail. It would be... And it's, well, so it's a macro, macro versus yeah. micro perspective, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas on, on a daily... What about the 14th or 15th? Avoid <laughs> <Boy>, the 13th. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but on a daily, I think that's where the notes come into play. That's when we're able to prioritize how and when we're getting to our work, but especially the habit tracking, which I think is so important, especially in, in some places it's post-pandemic, in some places the pandemic's still going mm. on. Um, but the ability to look back and see what you've accomplished, because I know when we were still in lockdown, it was exhausting for me to have to think about what I'm doing today. Like it was just mm. drudgery. And if I had to do what the infamously now is called a death scroll of scrolling through my mm. digital apps to see what I had done, I'm, I'm not motivated to do that at all. It's one more 
immersion into my device, which I don't want. I don't want to have to go through another digital system to have to find myself. And on paper, I can quickly see how many pages I've taken up or how many months or whatever it is, tracking whatever I needed to track. I can spend time with my planner. It doesn't go out of battery. It doesn't lose connectivity. It doesn't need anything special other than a pencil or pen. If if you're having to use more than one app to track things, there is definitely a risk that you will not check one of them or you'll miss something. Unless you've got it set up to alarm you. Yeah, and then, you, yeah. as you said before... You're getting alarms coming at you from all directions. Thinking, right. Or in my case, where you, I've shut off all the alarms and none of the alarms are coming through because I just got <laughs> overwhelmed by the system. So what's the point of having the app to begin with? That's yeah. what happens the, when you're on um, drugs. <laughs> the beauty of it for me is, is the fact that you've got it all in one place um, in, in a paper form. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You, you can record many different things. Um so much easier and and you might be sort of going from domestic things to sort of medical things to to work things and it's all focused in one place it's not sort of in several different areas where it can be easily overlooked right i i mean for you i could see for example how a monthly overview would be beneficial in terms of plugging in when you're going to school, when you're going mm. to, to do major projects around the house that you know you've got dedicated for that. Uh, but that would be the extent, I would think. So you would probably do well on a week to two pages view or with a, and or with a dailies if you want to really break mm. down what you're doing every day and tracking that. I like the monthlies for me because it allows me to see when orders came in and mm. on what days I owe people documents so that I can uh, quickly see if somebody says, hey, what are you doing next Friday? And I've got mm. two deliverables due that Friday. I'm not doing anything other than working mm. that Friday is what I'm doing, right? I use my monthlies. I use a month on one page in A5 size. And I've used this now for, I don't know, I can't remember how many years it is now, but it's several years to just purely plan mm. work on Filofaxi and on the blogs. So... At the beginning of the year, I sort of set this like these this monthly insert up, and it's only effectively six sheets because I've got you know it's double sided, so the twelve months fit onto six sheets of paper. It's that mm-hmm. easy, and all the the sort of preset um, posts, you know, the Tuesdays and the Friday ones, and their numbers and what have you. I put those, they're already, um, they'll all be pre-printed, as it were. And then I slot in key dates in the year, like, for instance, when Europe changes to daylight saving time, when the US changes to daylight saving time. Mm -hmm. So I don't go and book something at the wrong time, because at that point, the time difference drops to five hours rather than six. Sure. And then back to six hours once we're back on the same thing. And um, that, on its own, helps me visualise where we are in the month and what posts I need to sort of do and what have you. Um, I don't tend to use that particular insert for anything other than just the blog. It's dedicated to just doing that. Right. Um, But I then 
transfer things onto my normal weekly calendar when mm-hmm. I've got to remember to write a particular post or I've got to finish a post off or, or whatever it is. Um, and that works, you know, well enough. And I don't miss things out. And then I then I capture things one or two weeks in advance as well to make sure that, you know, I make sure that I remember when I'm doing right. the Friday post and, and stuff like that. It's, um, it all sort of comes down. I did try dailies once many years ago and th- it was just too intense for my mm-hmm. needs at the time. Uh, yeah, if you don't have a lot that you're doing on a daily basis mm. and it just sort of needs to be mapped out for the week so that mm. you kind of know as a guideline where mm. you need to be at mm. a certain time on a certain day, then the weeklies is perfect. Mm. I like the dailies because number one, I'm really loving the hierarchy system that Franklin Pan- mm. Planner has devised. But furthermore, I'm really liking the notes section. Even if I'm not talking to clients or needing to have meetings taken down on that day, in that case, what I'm doing is I'm reading and I'm taking notes of what I've read so that I can keep track with my reading habits. And that's such a great place for me to have everything because if I'm ever bored waiting at the doctor's office, I can just go through my notes and remember and mm. keep track of what I had read. I, I don't know about you, but that's I remember better when I go back mm. to read through my notes instead of just writing them. Uh, so one of the biggest advantages for me in habit tracking on paper has been the ability to go back and see what, as you said, what's worth tracking and what's not worth tracking for me anymore. There are some things that are, are expire. The tracking value expires after a couple of weeks. And then there are some things that I'm still working towards developing and I haven't been able to get there yet. So the ability to cross out some things that I was tracking and no longer use them and insert new habits that I'm trying to develop has been tremendous, tremendous for me in building up new habits and actually seeing what I'm doing throughout the year so that I can hit some of those goals that I've written down. This is where I'm going to contradict myself. Go on. Go on then. (laughs) I still use a daily planner, a daily planner for my journal. Yes. So that's where I record what I did, not what I intend to do, but what I actually did on a particular day. So I listen to such and such a podcast or I listen to a particular episode or of a series or watched a particular episode of a particular series on Netflix or whatever, because there's so much of that going on. Uh, There's no real reason for recording that sort of information. Maybe, maybe not, don't know. Um, But if nothing else, it just helps me remember what I was doing last Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday. You know, the days just merge into each other so easily these days. It does. Yeah, and that's the thing. I really feel like writing things down keeps you honest. 
because mm. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna share this nice little story that Steve shared with me about what he had done with his Fitbit at one point. His son Philip had given him a Fitbit to try and uh, make sure that his good old dad was getting on with his health. And Steve, in his fantastic genius, evil genius that he has, decided to um, stick it in his wife's pocket when she would go out for walks, right? So it was recording all this information, um, unbeknownst to Philip, who was just, oh, dad, you're doing so well. Um, so you see, you can't do that. The, the planner keeps us honest. And I really like the fact that you're accountable for what you've done or what you haven't done at the end of the day. Mm. You really are accountable to yourself. Mm. And if you see, I, I get that maybe dailies are a little too intense for you, mm. but if you're somebody that's tracking everything daily and you suddenly start getting a lot of white space, then something's going on. For example, I've had the two and a half months of white space mm. for me, right? It's been complete recovery time. Mm. So I, I get that. But now that things are picking back up again and I've joined the land of the living and um, <laughs> I'm no longer on drugs, uh, it's, it's fantastic to be able to write things down and be able to reference them. I, if anybody watches the videos that, that Steve's going to link, the Gary video is the one. Um, well, there's three Gary videos, I think. But one of the Gary videos shows the paragraph system. And we're going to have a whole episode on, on the paragraph system just because I think that's one of the biggest issues. And the values that I've found in the DIY fish inserts have been that she has a color coding mechanism on the edge of the page where you can color in a certain box with the color that you've used if you're referencing, for example, home or work or whatever. And then just looking on the side of the stack of papers that you have, you can quickly see where those particular categories were mentioned mm. in your planner but that still doesn't tell you what particular issue mm. was mentioned so if you had a water issue with your home or if you had a client issue at work or you had a meeting that you wanted to reference it still doesn't tell you which one so i like the franklin system because it actually brings you back to the original insert where you put down the information for the first time where it was referenced for the first time on paper and I, I, it's really worth doing a couple of episodes on that. Um, one of the downsides I don't like to tracking on paper, and this is maybe personal issue. I don't know if you feel the same way about this, Steve, but I have a tendency to uh, decide that oh, this is drudgery. I'm, I don't want to be beholden to my planner. Mm. The planner is not the boss of me kind of thing. Uh, so there's a, there's a rebelliousness in wanting to not track suddenly. Do you do you ever experience that as part of your growing I occasionally up forget to journal yeah. some days and then suddenly ah, pick okay. the thing up and then realise that I've not written anything in it for a couple of days and I'm then desperately sitting there thinking, what did we do on such and such a day? It's madness. <laughs> what I'll, re I'll repeat myself, and I've said this several times before, of being careful about you being in control of the planner not the planner being in control of you so yes make yes, sure that it's, it's not doesn't become too much of an overhead to maintain the system and you never get anything done because you're too busy maintaining the system as it were Absolutely. I, and I know yeah. there's people that struggle with this, new planners that think that they mm. need to duplicate and triplicate their information into personal no. size and big size and small size and in my purse size. And um, if I don't know, I would not have the patience to do that. I don't mm. want to be doing that. There's no need to be doing that. If you have mm. a planning system that works, look, I don't carry my A5 with me everywhere. It's got dailies in it. It's, it's fantastically heavy. 
Um, if I'm out and something <laughs> needs to get written down, I have a little pad. I have a little uh, a little mm-hmm. sticky pad of note, note, post-it notes. And uh, I just jot it down. When I get home, it, go, it goes back into my planner. There's, there's no emergency that's going to require me to plan 17 detailed wedding events over the course of two hours of my day stepping out of my house. <laughs> so it's going to be okay. Put the planner down, people. You're going to be okay. <laughs> Steve, put the planner down and back away and no one gets hurt, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it's only through this conversation that I've realized that I actually am using yearly's for one thing monthlies for maybe a completely isolated purpose maybe but they do flow into the weeklies and i'm using dailies for recording what actually happened just as a it's just a convenient format so right we all use the the basic we slice and dice it slightly differently but we've got you know potential for we find our own best methods if you like I th- I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah, and I think what's important, and we're going we're gonna to discuss this in follow-up episodes, but number one, the, before you write anything down, ask yourself why you're writing something down. And we're going to go mm-hmm. into how to develop your values, and I think all of that is coming off of the Franklin planning system, but there's a lot of value for me in understanding what my values are, writing them down, and then basing my actions of what I'm writing down in my planner off of those values. Because if I'm tracking something simply because there is 47 other people tracking it, then I'm doing it wrong, right? You ought to be tracking things that mean something to you. If you find yourself in a position where you're like, oh, I don't want to do it, it's not really me, uh, then then something's gone off with your value system. And, and we'll go into that in greater detail next time. Um, but but that's it for for what we had to cover. I think we've reached the end of our little habit digital versus analog system here. Uh, where can we find you, Steve? You'll find me in the usual place, cowering behind the sofa. No, not quite. Mm. <laughs> Looking for pennies. <laughs> at, yeah. <laughs> at filofaxi.com, travelersnotebooktimes.com, and Mr. Filofaxi on the Instagrams. And where can we find you recovering you can <laughs> in the ER suite? <laughs> yeah, no longer in the ER suite. That wasn't fun. Um, you can find me in Las Vegas, <laughs> um, <laughs> melting in this uh, 42 degrees Celsius heat that we're having, heat wave for, the summer's not even here yet. We're already melting. Uh, and you can also find me every so often on the Planerology page on uh, Facebook. I haven't been Instagramming lately, but you can find me, you can find me anywhere if you look hard enough. Um, but we're really glad that we're able to bring this stuff to you. The content that we're developing is a love for me and Steve. It's a passion that we have and we share. And I know, I, I don't know if I'm going to do as good of a job as Steve does, but remember, folks, if you liked it, no, hold on. What was it, Steve? If if you liked our episode, like it, subscribe to it, and share it with other people. How, how was that? Did I do well? <laughs> getting claps from I'm getting claps from an applause from France. Thank you, thank you.